Welcome to Radio MJ. We first read about Farah in an interview she'd given to Newsweek's Lauren Ali in early 2004. It said that Farah Pajaj Farah, a then 46-year-old Las Vegas hairdresser and mother of two, runs a fan club and prays for Michael Jackson three times a day. She told Newsweek that Michael was there for her when she needed him, and that Jackson songs helped her overcome loneliness. She then added. Now he needs me, and it's my turn to return the favor.、Uh, you know, I started to listen to his music when I was ten years old, and I was in Iran, and so I practically grew up with、uh, with Michael's songs and his music. At the beginning, it was just the song and the dance and the move and all this talent and genius that he has. But after, when I got older and I got to know him better, and I was searching, and I just find out through behind, I mean, all this talent, there is a huge heart that would just,、um, you know, it was just huge for me. So he became practically my hero and my role model in my life. So who am I today? At, at this moment, I, I would say. Beside my family, my parents, I really owe to Michael Jackson for who I am today. See, I got to know Michael through you know all these years because I'm 46 years old and he's 46 years old, so we practically grew up together. And I just learned. In, in reality, I learned English because I wanted to understand his songs. She runs the King of Pop Empire fan club, whose members call themselves Michael Jackson Soldiers of Love. About my fan club, I have to say that, as you know, I don't have a website because I'm just very much involved with Michael Jackson fan club and MJG Forum and MJG Source, and、um, you know, I discover every single day beautiful website about Michael, 
and I really don't want to miss it. I love your website. I, I'm just practically on uh, on your website every day because I think you're very complete, very unique, and you have a lot of soul in your website, which I love. And um, so that's the reason that I did not want to have a website. You know, I don't want to miss on you guys. <laughs> I want to check on you and find out what you have. But um, to me, all my Hugh Jackson uh, fans are his soldiers of love. So I don't want to say that we have just MJ soldiers of love in Las Vegas. We have MJ soldiers of love around the world. So that's my main thing. It's the it's the unity for me. And so when I have interview with any media and they ask me about MJ soldiers of love. I always said that every fan of Michael Jackson are a part of my fan club. Every one of them. The one I know and the one that I don't know, but I know they are Michael's fans. They are MJ soldiers of love. So there is no number. There are, they are around the world, and uh, that's what I feel about my fan club. That is a very touching and statement about the whole thing. Because, you know, when I, I read all the emails about the fan, like the way Michael... When he goes to the court, every one of us will write emails, and every one of us, you know, we feel the same way about the moment. And this is just so amazing. Like you said, we cannot explain it. People have to feel what we feel. It's just, I think we are lucky to be, to be feeling this way, because this is just an honor for all of us to feel that. And not everybody can feel those kind of things. Have you seen my child? In September 2003, Farah was invited to Neverland because her artwork about Michael Jackson was chosen by the King of Pop as one of the winners of a contest. And after when, you know, I got closer and, you know, to the fan club and I got involved with the fan club, um, I started drawing Michael's picture because I'm a hairdresser, but besides that, I love to, to draw pictures. So um, I usually do oil paint, and Michael's face was the first portrait that I did. And I did um, practically, you know, several pictures of, of Michael. And uh, we had, uh, two years ago, a contest, artist contest for his birthday that was in Los Angeles. And uh, I went, and I wanted to go to that birthday party, and I wanted to participate in this artist contest. So Michael uh, wanted to pick five uh, fans between all the fans that they are going to that birthday party. And he wanted, when he had the charity event on September 13, 
at his ranch, Neverland. He wanted to invite five fans between these uh, artists that they drew his picture and his drawing. So I got very lucky to be one of these five people that got picked by Michael. So I had the chance to go to Neverland two years ago on, on 2003. And so I could see uh, how he lives his, his life. I could see Neverland. I could really see the detail about, about Michael, Michael's life. So that made me just to know him much better. And after when all these you know, craziness started, you know, happening, um, you know, I said, I'm not going to quit, and I'm not going to uh, just stay in and not talk. So I wanted to be his voice as much as I can, and just gather the fan in Las Vegas mostly, and around the world, there is a lot of people that they are in touch with me at this moment, so I could just bring my voice, especially Michael's voice, outside and to tell the world how much we believe in him and how innocent he is. There is um, so many people around me that their life changed because of Michael. And one of them, I just had um, like a year ago, a, a letter from uh, one of the fans in Norway. And this is just so amazing. And she wrote me, she said that she is an animal taker and her, her name is Lena. And she said that uh, she's a huge fan of Michael, but she, she has hard time, you know, to travel and to come here and to participate in everything going on in here. And she said that she was searching and um, they, she find on the website, through the website, she had connection that they told her to contact me because um, I might be able to help her. And that was just so uh, touching for me because, you know, that far away from that fan that she is in Norway, and I'm in uh, Las Vegas, and she had that feeling about me, and she thought that I could open some door and at least give her message to my head. And I promised her that day, and I said, you know, what I can do right now, I want you to send me a poster or a message that you have for my head, and I would do my best because every time I have my candlelight vision, I bring on my posters, banners, everything that I made for my kid. So I just hang it all over, so, and I invite all the media to come over so they can see it. And I wanted to show uh, these fans, um, you know, message also. So I had a few interviews in the magazine, and I really put that poster in the eye of, um, you know, the media. And it just grabbed so much attention because I believe he, she made it so innocent and so so true that uh, it really grabbed your attention. And I always, always wanted to search and just share this with, with everybody. So now she knows. She Her poster was in the magazine, and I got in touch with her, and I told her that every interview that I had, her poster was there, and I showed her that I was true, and I you know, was saying the truth to her. So she saw it by herself. And she just appreciated that so much. You know, to, just to make her happy, make me so happy that I could be in between her and Michael and just, you know, give that message. And I'm sure Michael saw um, her poster and her information and her message. So this is just so amazing, this connection, no matter where you are, and who you are, how old you are, 
there is a unity between Michael's fan. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, and that is a great thing that uh, you know. Uh, some people don't just don't get us as Michael Jackson fans. They just don't get why we do so much effort to let the world know that this voice is a voice that should be heard, and that's um, something that we try to do. But you know, sometimes we're not successful enough because uh, love is something that you feel and you cannot describe it in in. In a, um, a normal saying or normal sentence, and um, it's just amazing that many people around the world have the same feelings about him. When we return, Farah talks about her personal experiences of meeting Michael Jackson. He took his time and he read the poem of my daughter that I never forget. It was very, very emotional. All this and more. In a moment on Radio MJ. Across Cambodia, vaccines are reaching more children in more places than ever before. Globally, UNICEF and our partners save the lives of over two and a half million children every year. Immunization is vital to help children survive and thrive in Cambodia and around the world. For every child, advance humanity. Next time on Radio MJ, we talk with Bahar and Bita. My name is Bahar, and I live in Los Angeles. And um, next time, I will be on Radio MJ with you. Hi, this is Bita from LA. I'm glad to be on the show on Radio MJ. Next time, I can't wait to see you all. Be sure to tune in next time. To the issue of your fan club, I see. I've uh, also you talked about your portrait about Michael Jackson. I actually saw it on that website. Did you have the chance to meet Michael in person in that day or any other day? You know, back in Neverland, I had the chance to. I went into in front of his limousine, and because he he took he took the car, the, um, his uh, car, and somebody else was driving, so they went through Neverland and they wanted to know how the guests are feeling, if they are comfortable. You know, Michael just wanted to shake on everybody if everybody is okay. So somebody told me that he is in his car, and I wanted to just, I had some drawing again that I wanted to give him, so I went right in front of <laughs> his car, and the driver uh, just 
brought the window down and uh, I, I was giving a sign to Michael. I couldn't see him. He was in the car, but I couldn't see him. I just, you know, gave him a sign like, this is for you, Michael. This is for you. And I'm like back and forth showing that to him. So I guess he said to the driver to stop the car and take that from me. So that's what happened. And I gave that to, to the driver and I was just so happy um, that they did that. And also it was another occasion that was the time that Michael had to come at the end of the day, put, uh, give the check to the charity because there were a lot of charity. They were involved Make-A-Wish Foundation, Oneness Foundation and another um, um, uh, charity foundation that they were there. So he was saving money to give the check at the end. So he came on stage, and I saw him very close, very, very close, very close. It was just so un unreal that uh, he went on stage and he gave that. It was wonderful. I can never, ever forget that, that day, uh, what happened. But um, I did not see him, like, face to face, you know, like, talking to him at Neverland, which I, I really uh, wish that we would do that. Um, but unfortunately, we didn't have the chance, but it was wonderful to just live there for a, one, one whole day. Uh, it was so much generosity on his part for all the guests. But I had another occasion, which was the uh, Radio Music Award in Las Vegas, that he came to Las Vegas. So that day, uh, my daughter, Julie, she wrote a poem about Michael, and one day he, she showed me that poem and she said, Mom, I wrote that to, for Michael, and that was about dance. And uh, so she said, I really want to give that to Michael. And so I did my best to get to that hotel in Las Vegas that he was signing some autographs for, for people that they were raising money for charity. So I got there with my daughter and we presented the, the poem that was dedicated to Michael. And um, so that day we could go and see him. I hug Michael and I hold his hand and I told him how much we love him and how much we appreciate what he does. And he took his time and he read the poem of my daughter that I never forget. It was very, very emotional.
Python asked Farah about her opinion on the recent case about Michael Jackson and the way the world is behaving towards this issue. You know,、uh, I mean, in the eye of Michael, or like how they judge Michael, if I can say that,、um, since all this happened, I think because of the media, they've been very negative towards all these、uh, stories.、Uh, People mostly, you know, they see what they see on TV and they read what they read on the newspaper and they believe it, and they don't want to search. Unfortunately, people they don't want to educate themselves.、Uh, no matter what, one thing I learned from that case and being Michael's fan and following his, you know, life story, I just learned that、uh, I won't judge anyone before before I know who they are. And I, I do that for everyone. It's not just Michael Jackson, but I learned because of Michael Jackson that judging is not the right thing to do. And my message and my mission, basically, is that when I talk to people, I tell them I don't want to just talk about Michael Jackson. I want just people to know and learn that don't judge before knowing the person.、Uh, that's how we can change the world by not judging. No matter who you are, what culture you are, what color you are,、um, we are all human beings, and we are in this planet, and we should be all one. So,、um, yes, people they do mistake, people they do wrong things, but let the right sources and right things be taken of that. We are not here to judge anyone, and、uh, this is really my message to people. But after. I think people now they find out little by little. Even if you watch the media, I'm sure you do, that they are trying to understand that、um, this special case it's a complete lie, and and I'm glad that it is out. Even if all of us we are suffering with Michael, because I believe if you are Michael's fan, you are so close to him that every moment he has to suffer, we suffer with him in our life. We suffer. Our parents, our family, our kids, our husband or wife—they support us. So they all suffer with us because of that case. And so we keep that unity, and we try to change people's minds and just make them wise to look at things differently. And I see around me people that they are not even Michael's fan. I am, but they do change their mind, and they come to me and they say, "Fera." Now that we look at it through your eyes, and we listen, and we remember what you told us, or you know what you tell us to search and where to search, we try to realize that we were wrong. We were wrong, and we need. It's not because somebody looked different that it's weird or, or a child molester. You know, we have just to wait and in our judgment, and don't just jump in the conclusion because. That's how everybody does it. So that is the main thing for me, really. And that is a very sad thing that there are many disturbing things going on around the world, and you know there are so many people suffering from so many things, wars, from hunger, from so many not being be just being ignored,、exactly. and、uh, the the news of Michael Jackson is so often being broadcasted on television, and I see. Uh, so many people enjoying hurting Michael and ignoring him and just blaming him for what he did and didn't actually do, and that is very just、um, 
so shameful that uh, the, just this media is just looking for more viewers, for more readers, and that is very sad. Exactly. I, I just think that this is very, very sad. Around the world, you know, we need people like Michael. The, every second that Michael is going to that court is a waste of time. It's really a waste of time. I, I always said I'm happy in a way that he's going to clear his name once for all. So we are not going to talk about that um, sad story anymore. So the, the whole world is going to find out that this man was innocent 12 years ago and is still innocent even now. But on the other hand, I think every second is such a waste of time because he could do so much and he could help so much. And I just don't think this is fair. I'm mad. I'm very upset. I try to keep my cool, though, <laughs> because if I'm mad, I cannot give my messages right. So I really put everything inside me, and I suffer to keep my cool because I need to give the message out, and I do my best. I do it until the moment I'm alive in this world. <laughs> Michael's fans are not just followers of his music. They, as Farah mentioned to, are his soldiers, soldiers of love. Any Michael Jackson fan is involved in charity events and enjoy helping the ones in need, and Farah is no exception. You know, I contacted Make-A-Wish Foundation and I told them that, you know, I would love to be involved uh, doing things, uh, you know, for the charity because I know how much Michael uh, helped Make-A-Wish Foundation. And, uh, you know, they contacted me and they said that they are trying to have an event that I could go there and I said I would cut hair because that's what I do. I cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said all the process, I, I would love to go uh, to uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. But one thing I want you to know, I told them, I said, if I do that, it's because of Michael Jackson, and the day I'm going to come to that event, I will have my shirt, my T-shirt, that says the sign of support of Michael Jackson. So um, this is what I'm going to do. So I want them to be ready and to know that I'm not just going to give my service um, and not talking about Michael Jackson. So that is very important. I had another... Um, event that uh, the policeman and the fire department in Las Vegas, they were raising money for the family with the kids, with the family that they have kids with disability. And so we had to go there and shave all the fire firemen and the, uh, the policemen say, uh, in one of these hotels in Las Vegas. So we went with all the salon, all the people that I work with in the salon, and that day we shaved practically, uh, I believe, 90, close to 100 people's hair uh, to raise money for that charity. And um, there is, uh, um, next week I'm going to have uh, in our salon, we're going to be all involved, uh, the Cancer Society, the people that they are uh, suffering with cancer, breast cancer or other cancer, with um, connection with different hospitals in Las Vegas. We're going to have a day of pampering all these patients in our salon. So I will be there and uh, I make sure that all the media, they're going to be present that day in our salon so uh, that we are going to do makeup and manicure, pedicure, massage and, hair, you know, scalp massage. 
for all these people that they've been suffering with cancer. Um, and anything like that, it comes on my way, I would do it and I would make sure that the name of Michael Jackson is always out. I, at work, in the salon that I work, I'm, I'm proud that the owner of the salon is, um, she doesn't have any problem, she's very supportive of Michael. And I have a room uh, that I work in that room. Uh, so I put, I put the picture of Michael that I got with my daughter. So I have those pictures on the wall. <laughs> Everyone, every single person that they come in the salon, they see those pictures. And every one of them, they know that how much I, I, I love Michael and I support Michael. And I will be always there. There, there, there is pain on my chest that says innocence. There is pictures on the wall everywhere I go. That's that's what I do, and that's my mission. has been living in the United States for almost 13 years now. I asked her about the way she feels about her homeland, Iran. About being Iranian, I'm, I have to say that I'm very proud. I, I never hide uh, my, um, you know, originality. I cannot lose my accent for sure. <laughs> no matter, you know, how many languages I speak, uh, uh, I, I have my accent and I'm never going to try to lose it because I just love, you know, having a little touch of uh, Iran in my voice. Um, so um, I'm, I'm very, very proud, very proud. Uh, we keep all the tradition, um, you know, the way we had it back in Iran. And um, I'm just so proud. Since I found your website, I'm promoting this to everyone I know. Uh, that's how proud I am to be an Iranian, to see that uh, people like my country, people from my country, they, they appreciate my kids so much and they have that beautiful website. And I do my best to promote this website in the United States uh, between all the fans. For the final words to the listeners, I asked her if she wanted to add anything. Yes, I would like just to say something in Persian <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, for the end of this um, interview. Um, and uh, so I'm going to say it in Persian. <laughs> Go on. من میخواستم از طرف خودم و از طرف تمام فامیلم به تمام عزیزانم در ایران سال نو رو تبریک بگم و به تمام ایرانیا مخصوصاً فنهای مایکل جکسون تمام سپورتر آف مایکل جکسون به همه تون میخوام بگم چقدر من از پراوت هستم چقدر واقعا افتخار میکنم که یک ایرانی هستم در لاس وگاس و امیدوارم یک روزی بتونم صورت زیبای تک تک شما ها رو ببینم و ببوستم I love you all <laughs> Thank you very much Thank you پیام And that was all for this time. We welcome your opinions and suggestions on the show. Email us at radio at emjey.com. 
And for now, from me, Payam, and all of us at Radio MJ, so long, sunshine. God bless you all.